It's time for To The Top Talk with Jamie Arrington, a power hour of all things Southern Miss. For questions or comments, call 601-261-0898 or pound 981 for C Spire customers. Now we go live to the studio with Jamie. What's going on? What's happening? Welcome to To The Top Talk with Jamie Arrington. I am your host, Jamie Arrington, broadcasting from the uh, Eagle Broadcasting Studios here in beautiful Hattiesburg, Mississippi. If uh, this is your first time listening to this show, basically I'm here every week to give you a break from all of the High Resource 5 propaganda out there on all of the mainstream media outlets and talk about the University of Southern Mississippi Golden Eagles couple of ways to listen. You can listen live every Tuesday night at 6 p.m. It's going to be simulcast on WFOR, The Score, 1400 a.m. and WMXI News Radio 98.1 in Hattiesburg. Also, you can listen on uh, WMXI.com. It's streaming and also streaming on the WMXI radio mobile app. And then later in the evening, it will be available on iTunes, Google Play, and SoundCloud. So be sure that you subscribe, give us a rating and a review, show us some love, hit the share button, share it with your friends. We're trying to get the word out. We're trying to spread that black and gold gospel. I've got no guests tonight. I'm flying solo. And I had a few complications with some potential guests. It's fine. I can certainly carry this show. I didn't want to get a guest just to have a guest because really what I wanted to talk about was the New Orleans Bowl, and that's what we're going to spend the majority of the program discussing. I want to give you guys a little preview of the game, something to listen to maybe on the way to the game, something maybe game day, maybe you're sitting around, uh, you know, your husband's yapping, your wife's yapping, you want to put the earphones on, kind of zone out, get ready for the game. I don't know what you people do. But I'm going to make a bold prediction, okay? I said this in the last hour. I think there are going to be more Southern Miss fans at this game than ULL fans. And the ULL, that is something I'll get to later on. (laughs) The Raging Cajun fans. And this is why I think that, okay? First off, Southern Miss has been to five New Orleans Bowls. Do you know how many of those New Orleans Bowls were played on a Saturday night? Zero. How many of them were played on a Sunday night, a Tuesday night? You know, it's a little tougher to get away. And the Saturday is the perfect, this is the perfect night for a bowl game for Southern Miss fans to be able to go to. Number two, Lafayette's bowl games. I'm almost certain that all four of the New Orleans bowls were on a Saturday. And they don't, you know, I got I have respect for the Raging Cajun program, but they don't necessarily draw very well at home. Yet they they seem to seem to turn out well for these New Orleans Bowls. I think the Southern Miss fans are going to come out in full force. Hattiesburg is closer. I think we have a a larger fan base, and I think you have a lot of people who okay, let's face it, 2011 you couldn't go to the Hawaii Bowl. You know, last year I think the the um, Heart of Dallas Bowl, right before Christmas, it was tough to kind of get there and get away and get there on time. So I, I think, I think that, uh, I think we're going to turn out. We'll find out Saturday night for sure. So again, this Saturday night, the RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl, 
Southern Miss will be taking on the Raging Cajuns. Both teams sit at 6 and 6. The game will kick off at 8 p.m. Central Time, 9 p.m. Eastern. It will be airing on ESPN. It's important to buy your tickets to the Southern Miss Ticket Office if you haven't done that already. Um, this game, of course, is at the Mercedes-Benz Superdome. I'm looking at my notes, making sure I give you all the details you need to be prepared for the game. Wear gold. Started a hashtag. Actually, a friend of mine uh, started a hashtag. Hashtag go gold NOLA. Wear your gold. Gold is the color that's going to pop. It's why we started the whole Go Gold campaign. I think we played, was it Arkansas State in the Houston Bowl back in 2003? And they look like a sea of orange. So we said, let's, we're, we're going to, we're going to, first off, we're going to get a gold that, uh, looks the same. We're not going to have 40 different shades of gold out there. We can't, we, we, we went with the, with the standard gold we're using right now. Put on the gold t shirts, um, you know, the sweatshirts. Go get you some gold. Lafayette wears black too. All right. The gold will pop. Uh, it'll look great. It'll let everybody know uh, we mean business. I wish we, I, you know, I wish we were wearing the gold unis like we did back in the um, in the New Orleans Bowl back in was it two thousand and eight with Fedora. I thought it was kind of a you know a gutsy gutsy move to go out there take the penalty just to wear the unis. Uh, but I thought they looked cool. I know some people don't like the all gold, but I kind of like it. But I'd love to see all the fans in all gold. I really don't care what you wear. Just show up. Let's pack out the Superdome. Let's get ready for a great game. I can't wait. I'm just I, I I'm just having the toughest time getting through this week, just trying to get to Saturday. We're gonna talk more about the New Orleans Bowl after the break. Come back to us right here on To the Top Talk. Welcome back to To The Top Talk with Jamie Arrington. We're talking New Orleans Bowl today. For the whole rest of the show. That's what, well, now we'll throw some other things in there. What am I talking about? Let's talk about tickets right now. They, uh, the ticket office started selling tickets uh, last week. You could They started taking orders right after the bowl game was announced. They released them by priority. Uh, you had $60 and $40 seats available, and we sold out of the 60 ones really quick. So call the ticket office if you need tickets. Um, you know, I think the priority is all out the window at this point. I think they're just taking them as they get them. So as the tickets are available, you know, call them, hit them up. I, I think I looked at the New Orleans Bowl website just to see maybe it was Ticketmaster. And I don't think that there were any. The, I, I clicked best seats available and, and the 300 level was the best that I could get. So if you want lower level seats, you, you probably should hit up Southern Miss if they're still available. Some bowl-related events going on this week. Right now, there's actually, as, as this is recording, there is a Eagle Club Christmas party going on in the Touchdown Terrace in the end zone. So if you're not there yet, uh, you, you probably missed out. Tomorrow, Wednesday, December the 14th, from 7 to 8.30 p.m., they're having a party at Nor- uh, North Shore at Covington Brewhouse. Uh, down in the uh, New Orleans area. Then on Thursday, December the 15th at 7 p.m., it's Southern Miss Night at the New Orleans Pelicans game. I so hate that I'm missing this. I love the Pelicans. I wish I could be there for this. I'm sure it's going to be amazing. The football team's going to be there. The cheerleaders, Seymour. Um, Southern Miss fans can get discounted tickets using a, a promo link on the website at southernmiss.com. 
Uh, it sounds like a great night. You get to see one of the best basketball players in the NBA in Anthony Davis. I believe they're taking the taking on the Indiana Pacers as well. Then Friday, December 16th, New Orleans Bowl Eve at 11.30 a.m., the 16th annual RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl Luncheon. And I think Steve Gleason is the speaker. So that's uh that's a great that's a great get for that uh, event. You definitely want to go check that out. Later that night, Friday, December 16th at 7 p.m., there's a free concert in Champion Square. Champion Square, if you're not familiar, is kind of the area outside of the Superdome, um, facing away from the interstate, I guess. So go out there. You'll get to see two great bands from the 90s, the Gin Blossoms, as well as Better Than Ezra. Unfortunately... I have a meeting I have to go to on Friday, and I will not make it back in time. But I will be in New Orleans Friday night, so be on the lookout for me. Let's let's hang out. Then on Saturday, December the seventeenth at five thirty p.m., Eagle Walk is going to kick off at uh, the Hilton Riverside Hotel. That's the team hotel. That's where the team is staying with the Pride of Mississippi Seymour and the Southern Miss cheerleaders. Then uh, the Eagle Landing tailgate at the Club Lounge, the Superdome. It's already sold out. If you don't have your tickets. Oh, well, I think we're going to meet up at Johnny White's or something at maybe 3 or 3.30. Just me and Southern Miss tailgate, uh, Black Ops tailgate legend Jason Bailey. So if you want to come hang out, whatever. Let's just let's get fired up. Let's get focused, motivated. Let's take over the city. Paint New Orleans gold. Also, shout out to Jason. His birthday was Saturday night. He turned 40 and his wife, Katie, kind of threw a surprise, little surprise shindig for him at the end zone. He had no idea it was going on. It was awesome. Uh, we went to the basketball game. Um, he's like, where do you want to go? He's like, I want to go somewhere. It's my birthday. He kind of, you can tell he's kind of down about it. And then he goes to the end zone and all of his friends are there. All two of them. No, I'm just kidding. He had, about, <laughs> he had a good, a, a really good turnout. Um, so he was excited. So he, he he's a big help to me. He comes on the show, you know, banners with me a little bit. I may have to hit him up in a little bit. All right, let's talk. The University of Louisiana Raging Cajuns. This is the first thing that struck struck me. The University of Louisiana, they dropped the Lafayette part in their name. They think they are the University of Louisiana. I would think that University of Louisiana Monroe would have something to say about that. I don't know. I don't know how they got away with it. I'm still calling them ULL, you know? I mean, I know it's kind of like the, you know, Ollie thing. You call you what you want to be called, but I'm... I don't care right now. Call us Mississippi Southern. I could care less. Famous alums from ULL, Southwest Louisiana, whatever you want to call them. Famous alums, Jake DeLome, former quarterback for the Saints and the Panthers. Uh, a couple more football players, Brian Mitchell, Brandon Stokely, Charles Peanut Tillman. Uh, actually, I really I love Peanut. Uh, I got to meet him. I did some charity events with him for the United Way when I was in Chicago. Great guy. Ike Taylor, Ladarius Green, the tight end for the Steelers right now. Frank Ocean, the rapper. Ali Landry, uh, she's a model actress. I think she was used to be in like the Doritos commercials. Kathleen, is it Blanco or Blanco? She was the governor of Louisiana from 2004 to 2008 uh, during Katrina. Kind of dropped the ball there. Uh, painter George Rodrique, he was the uh, artist of the Blue Dog series. If you don't know what I'm talking about and you're going to the game this weekend, you will see some Blue Dog paintings at various places around the city. Richard Simmons. Yes, that Richard Simmons. He started at uh, ULL or southwestern Louisiana and transferred to Florida State. On the year, the Cajuns were 6-6. Six and six. 
Uh, just going down their schedule, uh, first game was a loss to Boise State, which you could kind of imagine that would happen. They turn around, uh, got two game winning streak beating McNeese State and South Alabama, beat South Alabama 28 to 23. You know, South Alabama, the team that, um, snuck one in on Mississippi State. Uh, then they turn around, fall to Tulane by two, uh, had a three game losing streak, lost to New Mexico State 37 31, and then fell flat on their face against App State 24 to nothing. They turn around and get a win against Texas State 27 to three. Then fall to Idaho 23 to 11. Then they come back and defeat Georgia Southern 33 26. Lose to the Georgia Bulldogs 35 to 21. Then they kind of hit their stride there at the end, defeating Arkansas State in a game that really, you know, not only did it keep their bowl hopes alive, it pretty much knocked Arkansas State out of the New Orleans Bowl, which is probably where they would have end up, ended up had they won that game. And then they dominated uh, Louisiana Monroe. Tale of the tape, all time. Southern Miss leads the series against Southwestern Louisiana, thirty-eight to eleven, with one tie. The last meeting in two thousand eight, Fedora's first game. Southern Miss won the game fifty-one to twenty-one. The spread, I think, it opened up at, at two points. Now I believe it's up to uh, Southern Miss being four and a half point favorites. So like we said, 6 and 6. Let's go through let's go through, through some of the key stats here in this game. Scoring offense, Southern Miss averaging 33.3 points per game, which is good for 40th in the country. Louisiana Lafayette, 23.8 points per game, which is good for 108th in the country. So as far as this, that's a 10-point differential and you know, just what they I think, you know, the schedules are somewhat comparable. Scoring defense, Southern Miss averaging, uh, giving up 30.3 points per game, good for 79th in the country. Uh, Louisiana Lafayette, 25.1 points per game, good for 48th in the country. So they're doing a little better as far as uh, holding opponents, but at the same time, Southern Miss with a three-point point differential in their favor, scoring offense 33 as opposed to 30, while Lafayette scoring two points less on average than their opposition, 23.8 versus 25.1. Total offense, yards per game, Southern Miss 472.1, 25th in the country. Louisiana Lafayette 36, uh, 365.9, Good for 104th in the country. So you can see Southern Miss putting up over 100 more yards a game um, on, on the average. Passing offense, 294.3 yards per game for Southern Miss, 22nd in the country. Meanwhile, for the Raging Cajuns, 185.2 yards per game. That's good for 103rd in the country. So passing yards, big differential there. Um, you're looking at, what, 109 uh, more passing yards per game for Southern Miss in the arm of Nick Mullins. On the rushing side of the ball, well, it's offense still. There's not really a side of the ball. I'm just going down the list here. Rushing offense, 177.8 yards per game for Southern Miss, good for 63rd, while uh, the Raging Cajuns, 180.5, good for 60th. So just a little bit better uh, rushing average, three yards per game. Uh, meanwhile, you got a lot more on the on the, the passing side. So offensively, it looks like Southern Miss has a, has a clear edge, especially at uh, quarterback. You look at Nick Mullins, um, 2,926 yards on the season, 22 TDs with 10 interceptions. And you, you factor in you know part of the Charlotte game and then the Old Dominion game and North Texas game where he sat out. Um, the quarterback for Lafayette, Anthony Jennings, 
2,074 yards, 11 TDs with 12 INT. So clearly Southern Miss has has an edge there at quarterback. Uh, the, our leading rusher, Ito Smith, 1,321 yards, 15 touchdowns. Their leading rusher, Elijah McGuire, 1,028 yards with seven TDs. Solid season. But, you know, I think they are also, I think Ito clearly has the edge. And that's not counting all of the receiving yards. I just wrote down the leading uh, passer, rusher, and receiver. Ito had a lot of yards, uh, you know, through the air. Leading receiver, Alan Zay Staggers, 935 yards, six TDs. Uh, the leading receiver for the Raging Cajuns, Al Riles, 665 yards and two TDs. So in all of the offensive categories, with the exception of uh, total rushing offense on average, uh, look, this looks like Southern Miss has the edge on the offensive side of the ball. Total defense. And that now, you know, throughout the season, the, you know, one of the, the big Achilles heels for that Southern Miss defense was giving up big plays. We gave up a lot of them. I didn't look up the stat as far as who gives up the most big plays. We gave up a lot of them. And still, the total defense for Southern Miss on the year – 330.9 yards per game. Good for 18th in the country, which is outstanding. Can you imagine what it would look like? Well, really, if, if we, if we didn't give up all those big plays, we probably would be playing, uh, somewhere else. Even though I think New Orleans, that's my top pick. That's where I want to go. I don't mind if we go there every year just because we can go. It's fun. I love going to New Orleans. I miss playing Tulane down there, but if we would have corrected that, man, what would the stats really look like? You know? So we're 18th in the country, 330.9 yards per game. Meanwhile, the Lafayette, uh, solid on defense, 370.6 yards per game. They're, that's good for 40th in the country. Passing defense, Southern Miss giving up 181.6 yards per game through the air, 12th in the country, while the Raging Cajuns, 241.9 yards per game, good for 79th in the country. So they're giving up a little more through the air. And, you know, you, you look at how much we're putting up through the air. You know, that could be the uh, one of the keys to the game. Rushing defense, uh, Southern Miss only giving up 149.3 yards per game, good for 43rd in the country, while the Raging Cajuns only giving up 128.7 yards per game, good for 24th in the country. So they have, a, you know, the word on the streets, pretty stout front seven for the Raging Cajuns. I've only, the only game I really watched of theirs, I, I saw clips of a few um, I tried to watch as much of that Arkansas State game as I could because I kind of felt like that was who was going to play in the bowl game, the winner of that game. So um, we'll see if they can contain Ito. It looks like they're going to going to be a challenge. Now, this is the real key to the game. If Southern Miss can win the turnover battle, I think we should, should uh, certainly win. If not, I think the Raging Cajuns have a shot. Turnover margin, Southern Miss, negative 16. That is good for 125th in the country, which is pretty much tied for second to last. The Raging Cajuns, turnover margin of zero. They evened it out. Good for uh, a tie for 67th in the country. So, just looking at things on paper, which doesn't mean a lot, it, it looks like the uh, the Golden Eagles. It's going to be it's going to be a turnover. You know, a game of turnovers. If we can win the turnover battle, I think we've got it. We clearly have the edge, and you know. Uh, on the offensive side of the ball, um, we, we clearly have those through passing offense. So if we can stop the run for them, and we can just not give up any big plays, we we could absolutely run away with this game. But you know, make no mistake, certainly re- respect this raging Cajun team. Um, they got better as the season went along, clearly, and uh, I think they're going to be a good test 
for our Golden Eagles. I'm looking forward to it. I hope you guys are looking forward to it. I hope you guys are going to join me down there. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm ready. I'm ready to go right now. If you want to come get me, if anyone wants to come work for me the next few days and cut this podcast and everything, let's just go ahead and go. Nah, that's probably not a good idea. I will probably not make it through the end of the week if I were to do that. So let's just, let's just, I'll see you guys down there on Friday. <laughs> when we come back from the break, we're going to talk about some of the changes in the uh, Conference USA landscape that have happened this week, as well as this Wednesday is the first day of the junior college signing period for football. And we had some recruits on campus this past weekend. And uh, hopefully we can can get into some of that after the break. You guys come back to, well, I got a few more seconds for the break. Look at me, getting ahead of myself. And the, 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 the Conference USA landscape that I'm referring to, of course, new head coach at Florida Atlantic, Lane Kiffin. Did you guys see that? The offensive coordinator for the Alabama Crimson Tide right now, that Lane Kiffin. Kiffin's Crimson Corner. Now we're going to a break. Now I need to get my life in order. Guys, come back to us with more to the talk right here on the score 1400 AM and News Radio 98.1 in Hattiesburg. back to the top talk got a little steely dan for you guys right now i uh you know i've never taken phone calls on this show before uh but we got a call right now with a report from the eagle club christmas party i've got southern miss black ops tailgate legend jason bailey what's up man hey man what's happening how's it going in over at the touchdown terrace Oh, it's great, man. It's um, you know, there's uh, there's tons of people here. It's packed out. Um, seeing Bill Gillis walking around. Uh, I saw Scott Berry making the rounds, and um, you know, everybody's having a good time. Had, had a had a had a nice little little meal, little finger foods they had set out. Um, they got the Sutter Miss mannequins set up with the Santa Claus hats on them, um, showing off the uniforms. Um, and my wife and I just had a uh, picture made with Santa Claus. So it's uh, it's going really well. Were you were you crying? Were you doing? Were you crying? I said, oh, 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 my wife and I and Jack. That's the most important part. Uh, just like me and my wife sat down with Santa Claus, my newborn three and a half month old baby got his first picture made with Santa Claus um, here in the Touchdown Terrace at the Rock. Very cool, man. Very cool. Well, you know, it's is Seymour there? You get one with you. You already got one with Seymour. Seymour was in the picture. Ah, very cool. Seymour, Santa Claus, Jack, uh, my beautiful wife, Katie, and me. What's the mood like up there? Is there a lot of excitement uh, regarding the bowl game? Yeah, you know, um, you know, they hadn't made any, uh, I don't know if Bill's going to go speak in a little bit or if it's going to be kind of like that thing that, that you and I went to before the uh, season started. Uh, I think it's just kind of a hop-knob shindig. Um, Christmas gathering, but everybody's decked out either in their Christmas attire or uh, or Southern Miss stuff, and everybody's having a good time. And and um, yeah, I mean the people that I've been sitting with are fired up about the game, and I think everybody here is ready to go. There's way more people here than I thought were going to be, so that's a, definitely a good sign. Is is Bill McGillis anywhere around you? 
No, I had to walk kind of away from the party. It's a little loud over there, and I was afraid I wasn't going to be able to hear you. Um, I hope it's coming through okay as it is. Oh, I saw Roger Cameron. Roger's here. Roger's in the house. Um, say hello to him. And also, let me give a special shout-out to Chris Adams. He's always my hookup over the ticket office. Shook his hand earlier. So, I mean, anybody who's uh, anybody except for you <laughs> is here at the uh, the holiday shindig. Yeah, I'm up here doing the Lord's work. And you're out there right. you're out there partying. Well, you know, I mean heck man, we gotta spread the Eagle Club cheer, you know, and, and that's what uh that's really the most important thing. I know that you got me involved in Eagle Club and I'm so glad you did. Uh not just so we can come to things like this, man, but you know just just to help out. Mm-hmm. And um and the more the merrier. I mean, for all your listeners out there that may be a little intimidated by you know, joining the Eagle Club, thinking that you might not be able to afford it or whatnot. Like you can, you can literally get in there for like ten bucks a month. Call them up. Maybe you give them like a hundred dollars to start off, and you go ten bucks a month after that. Uh, you know, we have about you know, if we could get that number up to like twenty, thirty thousand people of just hundred and fifty dollar guys, man, that would just be outstanding. So. There'd it, be no limits to what we could do. I mean, it'd be amazing. Right. Yeah, and right. That, and that's the you know, if we want to move forward, that's what we're gonna have to do. We're gonna have to get more people. Uh, supporting the program and, and joining the Eagle Club and things like that. Um, but that being said, I think we're going to have a great turnout. I was—I don't know—you probably couldn't listen to the show earlier, but I think there's going to be more Southern Miss fans at this game than Lafayette fans. Man, I hope so. I know everybody I know um, is going. Of course, our whole group's going. But you know, people that that I've talked to, um, people that have contacted me, whether through Twitter or Facebook or or, or whatever, that don't normally come to games are going to this game. That's a really positive sign. Um, I know my dad. My dad comes to all the games, but he's got two friends of his that he recruited to come down. Um, um, I got a friend flying in from San Antonio. Um, we got people coming in. People are looking forward to this game, man. And uh, so am I. I'm, I'm ready to get out there and get after it. So what are your thoughts on the running game for the Raging Cajuns? On the what? <laughs> I was just trying to throw you a curveball. Uh, <laughs> well, d- dude, you guys have fun the rest of the night. Thanks for giving us the report. And, uh, hey, I'll talk to you later on, man. You got it, buddy. To the top. To the top. All right. That was uh, Southern Miss Black Ops tailgate legend Jason Bailey up there uh, hobbing and nobbing. I was hoping Bill McGillis would be by him, and I would just be like, hand him the phone and be like, hey, hey uh, Billsy, Hopsy, what's going on, man? We'll need that, need that uh, raise up front, brother. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's the reality of it. I don't have a fake J for you guys this week. Oh, I did a, f- a compilation of all of the fake J um, segments. Go go to iTunes. Look up. You can just type in Southern Miss on iTunes and it'll pull up. Go to SoundCloud, Google Play. Look for To The Top Talk. We've got the best of fake J hops in part one. If you don't know what I'm talking about, it's basically just a, a, a spoof on our head football coach. It's hilarious. So be sure you check that out. I just put that out this week. Like we said before the break, Lane Kiffin, new head coach at Florida Atlantic. Not Joey Freshwater, Lane Kiffin. Although we'll see what happens there. And also they've got, you know, Butch Davis, the former, you know, I guess he got his notoriety from coaching the Miami Hurricanes back when they won their national title, late 90s, early 2000s. Um, also coached the Cleveland Browns. He's co- coaching at uh, Florida International. So you got two guys there, two, you know, recognizable coaches in Conference USA now in the South Florida area. I think it's laughable that Lane Kiffin. I mean, 
yeah, I think he, you know, for Florida Atlantic, I think he's a good fit, but I, I don't think he's going to come in and dominate the conference. I don't look at this guy like he's a, you know, I'm sitting there thinking, when is he going to bail? <laughs> you know, when is he going to, when's he going to bail? When's he going to go move on to greener pastures and leave the program in shambles? That's what he has a history of doing, even at the uh, professional level with the Raiders. But it'll bring some attention to the conference, you know, get some more media play. I don't know when we're supposed to play them again, but I, I think it'll definitely be a little more interesting. And, uh, you know, maybe they can put some fans in the stands down there. You know, at this point, we're in Conference USA. All you really want is for, you know, the conference to get better while you're here until we can find a way to get out of there. <laughs> uh, also this weekend in conference play on Saturday, December the 17th, same day as our game, earlier in the day, New Mexico will be taking on UTSA, Texas San Antonio. Frank Wilson, season one, making it to uh, UTSA's first bowl game in the uh, Gildan New Mexico Bowl. Then next Tuesday, while this show is going on, the Boca Raton Bowl will be taking place. Memphis taking on Western Kentucky. Western Kentucky, uh, they lose their coach, uh, Jeff Brom, to Purdue. I'm not sure who the interim coach is or anything like that, but Western Kentucky going to have to regroup. They got a week to do it. Little werewolves in London kicking in right now. I mean, we're about to take a break. We'll come right back to you guys with more To The Top Talk. It was 1989. My thoughts were short. My hair was long. Caught somewhere between it. Welcome back to To The Top Talk with Jamie Arrington. Just saw, saw a little note on the website. They um, For the NFL games, if you go to any of the Saints games, you have to have a, well, your ladies have to have a clear bag, like a purse, if you go to the NFL games. But they are, wait, they are not going to have that in place for this game. I'm looking at the website right now. The bag policy says they will allow bags that do not exceed 12 by 12 by 12. So a cubic square, uh, <laughs> I guess. Um, so make sure your ladies don't bring some giant purse bigger than a foot. And there's a lot of things. You can go to NewOrleansBowl.org to see all under the game day section. Um, frequently asked questions. It'll have all of the information you can't bring noisemakers, so Mava Vuzula is not going to be able to make it in. Projectiles, weapons, sticks, bats, poles, and clubs. Helium balloons. Glitter. Fireworks. Stickers. Hmm. Contraband. Containers of any kind. Banners, large or in poor taste. So you, it doesn't say anything about markers. So you can bring a small banner and write what you want to on it. <laughs> but that's good news. That's good news for my wife. She'll be able to carry a, a normal purse into the game and not have to worry about bringing a, a clear little clutch. Signing day is actually tomorrow, JUCO signing day, December the 14th. Uh, the Golden Eagles have uh, some players already committed and uh, fully expected to sign. Uh, my wife just sent me a text. I almost bought a $50 clear bag. Thank you. You're very welcome, sweetheart. Thank you for uh, thank you for just holding out on that. You can bring whatever bag you want as long as it's under the 12-inch rule. 
I could make a joke there, but I'm going to let it slide because it would I would be the butt of the joke. <laughs> All right. Uh, we had a, a commit that, that was announced uh, last week, a, a kid named Delman Landry. I say a kid, a, a man, 6'4", 300 pound, Delman Landry, defensive tackle at Southwest, uh, Southwest Community College. He's a kid that kind of uh, grew into this frame at Southwest. He was originally committed to Louisiana Lafayette. Ended up at Southwest, and now he's coming to Southern Miss. I think the, the coaches tried to keep this commit quiet, but uh, it came out through the media in Louisiana last week, or I think it was in Louisiana. It was either in Louisiana or Southwest. I can't remember. But the good news is he's going to be a Golden Eagle tomorrow. Um, also, we had a new commit. This is kind of a, a mid-year kind of guy. that uh, He's a high schooler, but is is eligible to to come in for the uh, spring semester. Woodleyson, is it Woodleyson or Woodleyson? Alceus, a 6'4", 300-pound offensive tackle from North Miami Beach. He's kind of a sleeper prospect. He's a guy that, uh, come to find out, a lot of schools thought they had him stashed away, and they did not. Well, I guess we did. We had him stashed, and we, we got him. So uh, going to be an interesting day tomorrow. There was there were a lot of recruits. I say a lot, handful of recruits, probably about, what, eight uh, on campus this past weekend. It'll be interesting to see. What comes out of that? One prospect that I'm really following and really curious about is a quarterback named DJ Gillens. If you're not familiar with DJ Gillens, look him up. He's a quarter. He's originally from Jacksonville, Florida. Was a four-star quarterback out of high school. Some of the recruiting services had him as one of the top ten quarterbacks in the country, and I think there are some now that have him, and uh, also are some that have him. Uh, as a, as a like maybe the number two JUCO quarterback, if I'm not mistaken, but he started off at Wisconsin with the Badgers, and uh, you know, they changed offensive coordinators. You know, things didn't work out. He came down to Pearl River. First game of the season, he gets injured and has to sit out the whole year. But uh, the kid has a monster arm, ridiculous athletic ability. Certainly could come right in and make an impact. Um, you know, he's been committed to SMU for a while. Ole Miss offered a few weeks back. Um, you know, Southern Miss stayed on him. I don't know what's going to happen. You know, no no word on anything out of out of him. Maybe he'll end up back at uh, SMU. But being in the proximity, you know, his his family's from Jacksonville. Hattiesburg's a little closer. I'm hoping and uh, fingers crossed that that we can land DJ because he would be a, a great get for the Golden Eagles. Lanny tweeted at me and said, uh, "Did I say no glitter? Yes, there is no glitter." Allowed in the uh, in the stadium, Lanny. So uh, whatever you whatever uh, gets stuck to you from Bourbon Street, you can't bring it in. Ah, oh, and sent me a little gift too. All right, <laughs> NFL this week. Uh, a couple of Golden Eagles uh, making an impact in the NFL, namely Jamie Collins uh, versus Cincinnati. He getting plays for the Cleveland Browns. He had fifteen tackles. 13 of those were solo, one sack, two tackles for loss, and one quarterback hit. Tom Johnson, solid game, one solo tackle for a loss, two quarterback hits. Rakeem Nunez-Roches, who's starting to figure into that rotation in Kansas City, one tackle, half a sack, one quarterback hit. That was his first sack in the National Football League. Congratulations to Nacho. Kalen Reed, his first time active for the Tennessee Titans. He was promoted to the active roster. Played in the game against the Denver Broncos this past weekend. Jalen Richard, not a great night for the Raiders, but a decent night for Jalen. Six carries, 29 yards. He had two kick returns, 49 yard, 41 uh, yards total. 
with a uh, 20 and a half yard average long of 26. Mike Thomas ugh, started the game kind of rough, fumbled the opening kickoff. Uh, they had him returning kicks after uh, Cunningham was hurt. He did have his first catch, one reception for 16 yards. But then, you know, he, he muffed the kick, but then he turned around, had six kick returns for 118 yards, averaging 19.7 yards uh, on each one of them with a long of 41. He had a 41-yard kick return there in the game against the Falcons this past weekend. All right, guys, come right back to us. We got some more To the Top talk for you right here on 1400 AM, The Score, and WMXI 98.1. All right, welcome back to To The Top Talk with Jamie Arrington. Let's shut it down. Special thanks to everybody for tuning in. Uh, I want to give a shout out to my man Claude Courtney listening in Jackson. And Daniel Barton, I don't know where Daniel's at. He shot me a text. I think he's listening in Hattiesburg. Shout out to Daniel Barton. If you want to keep up with the show, follow us on Twitter at To The Top Talk, or you can follow me at Jamie underscore Arrington on Facebook as well to the top talk Jamie Arrington comedy if you want to keep up with the local comedy Hub City comedy my next comedy show is a doozy Wednesday December the 28th we've got comedian Mark Normand at Brewski's that show is going to start at 8 p.m. tickets are only $10 you can get them right now at uh, ticketweb.com ticketmaster or if you go by the go by Brewski's they will uh, they will sell them to you there at at Brewski's. It's going to be an amazing show. Mark is one of my favorite comics. He's a comic that you see him now in a couple of years. He's going to be a big deal. He's from New Orleans. He's been Amy Schumer's opener for like five years now. Just recorded a comedy hour uh, for Comedy Central. It's going to air next year. Um, his album came out last year. It was amazing. Uh, still got it. He also had his Comedy Central half hour two years ago, I believe. An amazing comic. Been on Conan several times. Uh, I just love the guy. Look him up before you come. Make sure he's your speed. Next week's show, we're going to be doing a New Orleans Bowl recap. I'm going to try to take the microphone with me. Hopefully, this is going to work out. Um, we'll see how it goes. But we're going to we're going to give the recap for sure on the New Orleans Bowl. Hopefully, I get to talk to some of you while we are down there. Don't forget to check out the archives. You know, look for us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play. Subscribe. Give us a rating, a review, and whatnot, and and share. Tell tell your friends. Didn't get to talk about it much, but I want to want to touch on this for just a second. Went to the basketball game on Saturday. Southern Miss is now three and five. This is how last week played out. Tuesday, December the sixth, uh, the Golden Eagles fall to Florida State, ninety-eight to forty-nine. Then on Saturday, December tenth, uh, fell to Tulane, seventy-one to sixty-four. Then on uh, next Monday. The 19th, we will be taking on Mississippi State in Jackson. If you're in the Jackson area, be sure to go out and support the Golden Eagles. Uh, Saturday was a little tough for me to watch. Uh, I'm just, there's just something about the team. I mean, I want to be a supportive. I, I'm pulling for the guys. I really hope they pull it out. Completely honest, I'm not sure Doc, Doc is the right fit for Southern Miss. You need somebody that does more than just coach basketball. You know, you need somebody that goes out in the community you know, makes waves, meets people. I don't know. It just doesn't seem like the players are really all in on this one. But I could be wrong. I hope he gets it together. I hope we can figure it out this season and start winning some basketball games. Anyways, guys, I'm ready. You guys ready for New Orleans? Let's get down there. Whoop up on the Raging Cajuns. Shout out to any Raging Cajuns out there listening. 
Uh, we'll, we'll see you guys down there. We're ready. We're focused. We're motivated. This is the game that the New Orleans Bowl has been waiting for for some time. Hope you guys enjoyed it. We'll see you next week right here on To The Top. Talk.